Let me take just one moment to introduce uh, our speaker, uh, Rejoice Nadalima uh, from Dar es Salaam, Tanzania, Africa. And I had just a moment this morning to, to reflect. And it's hard to believe. Uh, 25 years uh, have uh, passed. Uh, uh, so much has happened, including lightness wandering across Cahaba Heights Road and entering the basement at Philadelphia Baptist Church and me bringing her back across the street back, back home. Uh, we're glad you made it safely uh, thus far. But uh, an ever-growing family and a ministry that has truly reached all through uh, Tanzania, Africa. And I would imagine uh, that this church has been a part of about 20 mission trips uh, to Tanzania. Uh, if you have been to Tanzania, would you raise your hand as part of the mission efforts here? Would you raise your hand? Yeah, quite a few of us across the congregation here uh, today. And as I've, again, thought this morning just about the craziness of the last uh, five years, and uh, what has changed in our world and what hasn't changed. And what hasn't changed is the gospel and the mandate for the Great Commission. And so we are looking forward uh, to our being uh, rejoined uh, to you in Tanzania and that effort to proclaim the gospel both in Tanzania and to the other most parts of the world will continue. So rejoice if you would come and the service is yours to preach and to close uh, as God leads you. Good morning. For those who don't know me, my name is uh, Rejoice Asubisie Dalima, all the way from Tanzania, East Africa. For those who don't know where Tanzania is, it's located, we say East Africa, but the southern east of Africa. And uh, we have um, 62 million people. I live in the capital city, which is Dar es Salaam. We have about six million people now. Uh, we speak 126 tribal languages and we have a national language which is Swahili. <laughs> so if you are healthy in your brain then you learn foreign languages including English. <laughs> and I'm blessed to be here after many many years. I didn't want to travel during pandemic and stuff, but now we can start traveling again. So I'm here to share with you briefly about what we are doing in Tanzania. Uh, basically we do church planting, uh, medical mission, we use it as a tool for evangelism, uh, we do children ministry, widows ministry, so if you think you are doing nothing here, Come to Tanzania, we'll find a spot for you. <laughs> Everybody is useful. So right now as I'm aging, I feel more doing training for pastors. We um, have a small facility, so we are able to accommodate only a few pastors each year. And we have a graduation of at least 25 pastors. We'll be having a graduation on, on 10th of uh, uh, June, just two weeks from now, two and a half weeks probably from now. And uh, we are making a huge difference because, as you know, heresy is sweeping across the globe everywhere. 
challenges. So we need to teach and train pastors, and uh, that's the tool we use for church planting across the country. And we plant at least five new churches each year, but now we want to start planting at least ten churches. So far in this year we have planted on already five, so we are looking for five more, so that at least we hit the goal of ten new churches every year. But the Todd Bond is our secretary for RHMY here in the United States. And last year he visited with George and uh, Sister Angela. I took them to Kigoma, all the way to the uh, west side of the country to see one of our new churches, dynamic and powerful. So just that was a glimpse of what we are doing and God is really blessing our efforts in Tanzania. So I'm here to encourage you, invite you again. Please come back to Tanzania and help us. It's like a Macedonian call. It is overwhelming to see the need. People are thirsty and hungry and we see fruit of our labor every time we share the gospel. Um, the gospel, the Bible says, is the power of God unto salvation. And we see that power transforming lives every day. So I'm here for three more days. I'll be leaving on Thursday, going back to Tanzania. I'll be bringing another team of a few people. Maybe next year we'll have a bigger group. I want to invite Pastor Tim and your wife and uh, church members who are willing to come and work with us. Right now the pressing need is a library for the pastor's school. We have a law in a country that in order for a school to be accredited, you need at least 500 books. So right now we have about 50, the books that we bought and a little extra. So we are short of books so that our school can be accredited. And each book costs about $10. So whatever you can do to help us with the library for the Bible school will be highly appreciated. This morning I brought my girls with me I want them to come up and say a word, then I'm going to preach for a few minutes. Please come up. Ladies and Lois. This one is the one who was a year old when we moved to Philadelphia. That's the one he was talking about. Praise God, church. Um, my name is Lois Ndeliuma, and I'm really, really happy to be here, and this is my dad. And um, thank you so much for letting us be here with you, and really appreciate it. And yeah, I'm really happy to be here. She's the baby. <laughs> Praise the Lord. How are you guys doing this morning? It's great to be here. My name is Lightness Ndalima. I'm the third born out of four. This is my little sister, as she said. We are happy to be here. I think this is my first time being here. Maybe. Yeah. When you were a baby. Well, yeah, as a grown up. <laughs> and it's just great to be here and to see all y'all's beautiful faces. Hopefully I'll come back sometime soon. I am currently in Kansas. I go to KU, the University of Kansas. I am in my fourth year now. I'm a chemistry major. 
So I come here often to visit my family because all my siblings are over here and I might move here someday maybe. <laughs> all right, and uh, where's Miss Ellen? Is she around? Yeah. Miss Ellen. Could you come up here please for one second? It is our Tanzanian tradition to gift the pastor's wife with something from Tanzania. So we brought her a little present that we'd like to give her. <laughs> Just wrap her around. also have something for Pastor Tim as well. <laughs> this is Tanzanian coffee. <laughs> you know, a lot of people need their coffee, so. <laughs> we're gonna sing, we're gonna sing a, a hymn in Swahili. If somebody can play a keyboard or anything for us, please. Uh, Kumtegeme amokozi Kwanguta mkabisa Kukubali neno yake Minaramoyoni Yesu, Yesu na mwamini Nimemona thabiti Yesu, Yesu, nyuthamani Ahadi zake kweli Kumtegeme ya mokozi Kwanguta mkabisha Kuamini damu yake Nimeoshwa kamili Yesu, Yesu na mwamini Nimemona thabiti Yesu, Yesu, yuthamani Ahadi zake kweli Kumtegeme amokozi Kwanguta mkabisa Kwa kida imana pata Uzima na amani Yesu, Yesu na mwamini Nimemona thabiti Yesu, Yesu, Yesu Yuthamani Adi zake Nafurai, nafurai Kwa sababu Nime kutegeme Yesu, Yesu mpendwa Na rafiki 
right here so I don't think I need to do a lot of preaching I'm gonna just share a word of encouragement from the book of Titus the second chapter only two verses verse 11 and 12 for the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared. I'm reading from King James. To all men. It teaches us to say no. I like the, the NIV phrasing. It teaches us to say no. In quotes. To ungodliness. And worldly passions. And to live self-controlled. Upright and godly lives in this present age in this present age this is a letter of Paul to his son faith by the name Titus is one of the pastoral epistles in the Bible and the island of Crete is the fourth in size in the uh, and Sea, and this church was planted in his uh, third journey, missionary journey. Now they left this Titus to establish some things at this church and make sure the church is strong. And uh, in this church, they're um, trying to handle, take care of some church challenges as usual. The church has always gone through some things so if you see some challenges here for example don't panic it's part of church life shake your dust go back to scriptures and move on there are some Christians I've been a pastor for 33 years now there are some believers when they see a little challenge in the church they move and look for another church. There's no such a perfect church. That's why we have a fellowship to encourage and admonish one another. That's why we have many stars in the church. That's why we come to church every week, weekdays, because we are surrounded by a lot of challenges that we need each other. We must establish ourselves as a family a strong family that can be a light in the darkness that can be the salt in the testless world so Timothy is left in this island of Crete to establish the church because there are some things that he had to um, tackle or handle 
uh, give guidance uh, to the Christians, the leaders, get organized, deal with apostasy and leg uh, legalism and heresy, which is happening even today. And even warning about false teachers. Sometimes people know how to make the preaching sound good, but most of the time it's not the sound teachings. So the same thing is happening today. So he is giving instruction to Timothy on how to do that and make the church stronger. So I'm going to deal with only one thing. The grace of God. The power of the grace of God. In this particular passage, Apostle Paul says, The grace of God is appeared to all men. It's revealed to all men. And it teaches us to say no to several things and live a godly life in this present age. In the midst of all what we are going through, we can still live a godly life. So I'm going to do a little expository here for a few minutes. Number one, what I see from this scripture or this verse 11 and 12 is the emphasis on the grace of God. What is grace? Grace is the un unmerited favor. Things that we get, we receive from God, we, do, we don't deserve them. You are alive today. Where are your friends? Most of them are gone. They died. We have gone through a pandemic. Um, um, Ebola in, in Africa, over here and around, around the world with the different things that we go through. COVID. People have died everywhere, even here. Maybe some of us were sick. They went through the sickness. Then you are alive. Why are you alive today? Because of the grace of God. He has a purpose and a reason why he kept us alive. I've gone through several things. Let me highlight one thing. A few years ago, I was attacked by thieves, robbers in my house with three guns. They pushed my front door, and the leader of the gang says, we have come to kill you with a big gun. And I'm trying to find a way to take that gun from him. I have some army training, by the way. So as I figure out how to do that, another one comes from behind him, say, we have come to kill you. So if you try to fight with this one, the other one will kill you. I'm starting to think what I'm going to do. The other one comes from the back door with a gun. We have come to kill you. I told them, guys, this is your house today. Please don't kill me and my family. Just take whatever you want into my house. They said, no, we're going to take what we want, but we must kill you. By the miracles and the power of God, I was able to get out. Injured, but I was able to get out. It's a long story. If you want to find the details, find me 
after we finished the service. But it was miraculously I was able to get. They tried to shoot at me several times. They kept missing. Then the leader of the gang said, hey, this is the wrong place. Let's go. Yes, it was the wrong place. They left the house. I'm standing here today before you, my brothers and sisters, because of the grace of God. We don't deserve to be alive, as healthy as we are. This grace has been revealed to us. In Matthew 11, the Bible tells in the 25th chapter, this mystery is hidden from the wise and the land, and they revealed them to little children. It has been revealed to all men. This means there's no favoritism. He's no respect of persons. But every humble heart, God will never despise. Hold on unto your salvation. Because you have something very valuable. We didn't deserve what we have. This grace, the unmerited favor, is revealed unto us. Take serious your salvation. Stay strong. Put on the armor of God every day. Because the enemy wants to take advantage of what is happening around us, take you away from this faith. Keep strong, my brother and my sister. Press on. Keep the light shining. Yes, despite the challenges that you encounter every day, there's nothing new. The immutability of God makes us strong. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He will provide for you. He will help you. He is our refuge and sufficient help. In the time of need, the Bible says, we shall not fear. Even when things change, he never changes. Hold on unto your faith. This grace has been revealed to you. It is a serious thing, valuable thing. Hold on unto your salvation. Jesus loves you. Now Paul is writing to this church in Crete. Tell your people, Timothy, this grace is revealed unto them. Number two, this grace teaches us to say no to some things. This grace is a teacher. There are a lot of things going on. These days, this word no is very scarce. The young people don't know how to say no. They say yes to everything, to technology. Now we are LBGTQ, just transgender stuff. People are saying yes, especially young generation. Where are we going to hide our families, our children, our grandchildren? This is a reminder to the church. And I've come all the way from Tanzania to encourage you. We must learn and encourage our families, our children, our grandchildren to say no to some things. If you see that this thing is not lining up with my faith, say no. I'm not going there. Yes, you can love everybody. They cannot make everybody your friend. 
Friendship is a choice. Love is a must. Love even your enemies, yes. But it doesn't say make your enemies your friends. There are people that you love them at a distance. You don't embrace them because they will spoil, contaminate your faith. Learn to say no. When the flesh is telling you, sit down, don't go to church, hate your wife, divorce your husband, say no to the flesh. Say no to yourself, to the lusts of the body, of the flesh. Say no to filter things that are happening around us. So this grace is a teacher. Paul says we must say no to ungodliness. Those are things that are contrary to our faith. Worldly passions, the last of the flesh. The desires of the rest. Remember, there's no way you can satisfy your flesh. You give it this one, you desire for more. Then to say, and all. No. Lastly, the Bible says, We can live a godly life in this present age. With the help of God and the Holy Spirit, we can live a godly life. By His grace, by His power, by His glory goes. The Holy Spirit will enable us to do what the world cannot do. We must determine to be different. We must rekindle our fire for Christ. We must rekindle the passion to see the lost coming back to Christ. We must be content with what we have. The Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 6, godliness and contentment is a great gain. Yes, we must learn how to be content because the body the flesh is never, never, ever satisfied with anything. So you can live a good life in this present age. Let us tune ourselves to please God no matter what. And bring others to this kingdom. The grace of God, my brothers and sisters, is revealed unto us and teaches us to say no to some things and determine to live a godly life. Get encouraged, my brother. Get strong again. Let's get, get back to where we were before. When you first accepted Christ, you are on fire for Christ. You love Attending church and praying at home, holding family gatherings, loving each other. Where did that go? We are fighting an invisible enemy. We don't see the one we are fighting against. Because our warfare is not carnal. But the good news is the weapons of our warfare 
are not carnal, but they are strong, even to the pulling down of strongholds. You can do that. You have the invisible weapons, the invisible power, the power of the Holy Ghost to keep you strong. This grace is revealed to us so we can be strong again. We can say no to some things. We can thank God for what he has done for us. Sometimes we complain too much on what we don't have and we forget to thank God for what he has blessed us with. And many times God cannot give you a blessing number two if you didn't thank him for blessing number one. If you realize what God has done, if you recognize and count his blessing one by one, and you thank God for what he has done, then he will be ready to give you blessing number two. Today we have a complaining and a grumbling church. We don't have this, we don't have that, we lack this, look at our families, we miss this, we miss that, and we don't see what God has blessed us with. Let's get back to where God wants us to be. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mighty. Put on the armor of God because the grace of God is revealed to us and teaches us to say no to some things. Live a godly life in this present age in the midst of darkness. We can see the power of God helping us to be the light of the world. Light. Bring light in the darkness. Bring people to the kingdom of God. And we can touch the whole world just from here. North Cray, Baptist Church. You can reach Tanzania and Kenya and Guatemala and Cambodia and South Africa and uh, Nigeria. Because God has really blessed us with the things that others don't have. So I'm here to encourage you, my brothers and sisters, to remember that the unmerited favor, the grace of God, is revealed to us. And since we know what others don't know, let's train ourselves to say no. To some things because we are not or we we are in the world we are not of the world we are the people of the kingdom kingdom basilia in greek the rule the invisible rule of god in the hearts of man we can let god rule us guide us lead us and make this light shine in darkness Thank you for listening. I'm going to pray for a minute. Pastor Tim will take over. Father God, we thank you for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your power. Thank you for what you are doing in the midst of this darkness. Thank you for making us the light. Thank you for making us the salt of the world. Thank you for this church. Thank you for Tanzania. We thank you today and we bless, we bless your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.